Hello, good people, and welcome to this is episode two of season twelve of the Brunswick Beer Collective. Uh, I'm Chris Shorten. With me is Jeffrey Chi. Evening. With me is Paul Christoph. Hello. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about all things South America, based on Paul's trip there, uh, Paul and his wife's trip there, uh, about a month just before Good Beer Week. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, a month before got back in the middle of Good Beer Week. Yeah, which was strangely well timed. Um, yeah, get that nice, you know, break you on after a month of a holiday. Yeah, just <laughs> get straight back into a, a beer festival. Yeah, yeah. Why not? And we'll also be drinking beers. Uh, let's see, we'll be drinking the um, um, the IRA from um, Magdalena. Yep. Uh, nice. The uh, Chilante Nari, um, which is an IPA. I don't know which one of those is the actual brewery. From Tipper. Uh, from Tipper. I think. So is a Tipper? No? Maybe Nari is the brewery. Maybe Tippo is the beer name. Mm. It's very hard to tell. Uh, you'll find out later in the episode. None of us speak Spanish, <laughs> I haven't realised. <laughs> and the El Patio Wet Hop from Coda. Yes. Um, I'm guessing all this, but it's got this really creepy cover that kind of looks like, label that kind of looks like loads of wiggles. Yeah. <laughs> it do look like wiggles. Yeah. Bearded <laughs> wiggles. Oh. Interesting. But we'll come back to those later in the episode. Firstly, so... Paul, what were you doing in South America? Um, many things. I was doing, you know, the cultural things. So I did Peru, Colombia, and just a couple of days in Santiago in Chile. And yeah, those three beers are from that we read in that order. So one was bought from Lima, one was bought mm-hmm. from Bogota, and the other was bought from Santiago. So obviously drunk beer, really interested to see... Was I was really interested to see what the craft beer scene was like there. Um, ate a lot of good food, did a lot of exploring, and did the you know, usual cultural sites, Machu Picchu, a highlight. Right. Well, although, all right, the obvious question there, did you go off, did you um, have a beer on top of Machu Picchu? Machu Picchu? No, I did have a beer in Guadalupe on top of El Peño, which is a big rock. So that photo was on um that photo was on Instagram a few weeks back actually. Mm. That was pretty good. Ah, the beer wasn't that good, but the uh, <laughs> the rock and the view from the rock was um, <laughs> stunning. But I, I did find I did get a I did see a beer there in a vintage USA World Cup ninety four can. What? So I took a photo of that, so that will go up on Instagram. I kind of forgot about it. I was like, your um, that's like the West Coast beer can that you posted on Instagram. Yeah, ninety four again. Yeah, Some, there you something go. about cans from ninety four. Wait, 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 wait. Was this like a recreation of a... Um, I don't know. Beer can? Because they didn't seem... It seemed to... They seemed to... I don't think so. So there was a fridge. It's also like a, a, a guia, a, one of the standard beers in Colombia. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, really terrible lager. I thought I'd not had it. Four turns that I had, they had it in the Virgin Australia Lounge years ago. <laughs> so it's there odd. Why would there be a <laughs> Colombian beer when yep. there's mm. basically not really anything in the way of really good beer? Well, mm. there'd be a commercial Colombian lager. And it's not even the good ones. There's two commer- there's two main lagers. There's Club Colombia and it's Aguila. And, and which and Club Colombia is the better one. And which one is owned by um, AB and Bev and which one is owned by Heineken? I think they may all be... Um, one's AB and Bev and one's... Must be Sad Miller. Okay. Which or, is... Or they might be, which is be all... AB and Bev. I can't remember. AB and Bev has okay. a crazy hold on the Colombian beer market. Okay. Like, even more so than most other places. Mm-hmm. I remember reading that. But, um, yeah, anyway, they had, they had this fridge and you could get your beer and then they had a whole bunch of cans, like different cans. 
So I was like, okay, maybe it's just you know, mm. showing off some cool cans from the years. But in the same token, it looked very new and shiny. Okay. So, so it's like retro was all the way. It could be a it could just be a um reprint with the World Cup yep. coming mm. along. Maybe they're just mm. bringing down a series of retro cans. It's kind of cool though. Yep. Anyway, it's it was pr- a cool can. I mean, it's it's a kind of a shame in some respects that um you know, a lot of the craft breweries that would do that sort of stuff don't have enough history here to. You know. I mean, Lagunitas could do it from like, you know, previous um, Olympics or something. Like, I don't, we don't really see like, well, I guess craft beer you don't really see it because mm. obviously no craft brewery really has the, mm. no independent or small craft brewery has the funds to it's become a, a major sponsor mm. like that. Mm. It, it's always going to go to one of the big global players because mm. it'll mm. be a global thing. You know, you can put our branding on your your shitty lager in every city in the world sort of thing. <laughs> Thanks, Heineken. Mm. Well, Heineken's all Champions League, isn't it? Yes, like, no, it is. Still, yeah. Yeah. Still, they uh, are still Champions League. Uh, you don't see it as much in Australia anymore. No, no especially true. when you find it in Asia. You see all the, the time. Everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Well, Heineken's massive in Asia, though. Like, they're just, yeah, yeah. Well, when right. I went to Vietnam last year, there was a big Champions League posters and it had, um, you know, um, Heineken... It had Jose Mourinho, which I thought, or Jose mm. Mourinho, I should say. Portuguese spelling, obviously. <laughs> Pronunciation. Um, and it was quite funny because, of course, he was coaching Manchester United and we were, um, I say we because I'm a Manchester United supporter. <laughs> Manchester United was, United was not in the Champions League that year. But yeah, that's right. using Mourinho <laughs> as the coach because just as a recognised coach. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I'll probably sign some deal with him for... God knows like many years, and then yeah, then they went. Damn it! <laughs> in the Champions League, that, no one will care. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, uh, from memory, I think it was like the the fifth day into maybe maybe a bit more um, into your trip that I remember getting a WhatsApp from you, and you were like, "I found I, I found some I found the first beer, and we didn't even try it, or we didn't even we weren't even looking for um, breweries, and then we ran into one." Um, because oh. you didn't technically go away for a beer trip here. No, no, it was not a not a beer trip. In fact, you were expecting to not find much in the way of craft beer at all. Actually, yeah, was the, I was hoping you know, to see what I explored, but I wasn't. I did a you know, I did yeah started doing some research, very late to be honest, probably a week before actually, because you don't need to. If you've got a few hours to do research, mm. you don't need to do it that far in advance. No, that's mm. right. In fact, you're probably better off doing it close to the mm. day because you know shit closes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there could right? be some mm. cool event or something yeah. that you might miss. So yes, yeah, so I did my research. Had. Yeah, bits and pieces start on the start on the Google Maps, but yeah. So the first place I had a craft beer that was um, actually in Santiago Airport. So Lima was the first city on the trip that flew via New Zealand Santiago, and yeah, went to this place and it was like Kunst, Kunstmann Brewery. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so it's German. It's like Kunst German. means art. Yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, man means. Art man, I don't know. He's probably a DC character. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm sure. I'm sure. I know. We've spoken about this on a separate episode where like Kunst was written as um like craft beer. That's right. Because the word yes, art. Yeah, art. So craft beer makes sense. It was like um you know beer artisanal like is you know like craft beer in France. Craft man. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so obviously there is an art man gallery in Caulfield. <laughs> um, Artman, hang on, Artman. Um, okay, it's a surname. Uh, oh, Artman in Iran is one of the artists who acts uh, in rap and composer. 
I'm just Arsenal. Wondering. Yeah. Well, um, there you go. Yeah. But no DC Sorry. character. Which no is, DC I, character. I, I think well, that's, a, that's, that's a gaping hole. Yeah, sure. that's they'll, a they'll, they'll pick that up. They'll yeah. listen to this and pick it up. Do you it's reckon, fine. Do you reckon, do you reckon Aunt Man's mother's named Martha? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> anyway, so... not. I don't know if you... It's one of those things, you know, what's craft beer? I don't know. Looks like they're clearly an established brewery that does a lot of German beers. Yep. So they're mm. a trendy style. So I actually did end up going to their brewery... Um, their brew pub in Santiago on the last day of the trip or second last day of the trip and yeah it's all you know selling pretzels and pork knuckles and all the different German beers but interestingly you couldn't just buy a beer there mm. you had to buy some some food so basically you look on every table and everyone's got like a truckload of beers and like one pretzel for the table <laughs> yeah well, I had the same thing when I was in Bordeaux recently where I went to this wine bar and you had to order food yeah. with your wine it must be a law or something that, well, you know, like Perth used to be like that up until a few years ago yeah with the restaurant licenses so right if you had a bar license you're okay but if you went to a restaurant you had to mm. order food and they don't have to do that anymore but I yeah. guess a lot of these places maybe have restaurant licences and it's a similar sort of thing I think there, there's a thing mm. like that in Victoria too I think it is cheaper to have a restaurant a licensed restaurant licence than a bar licence but if you've got a restaurant licence then you I don't think you have to I don't think the, the patron has to buy food but you have to have a proper mm. food menu because I've heard of bars that you know yeah. had a restaurant licence but were serving like jaffles out of like the back the back room <laughs> with where they had like you know two slices of bread and a slice of cheese and they think like you know RSA walked in and went yeah guys come on you gotta <laughs> no I wanna up the menu a bit from <laughs> it's that got, it's gotta got at least have like ham as well yeah. who are you exactly. saying jaffle is not food that's right I'll tell you what food is yeah. <laughs> so anyway had that beer in the um, airport um, yes that was that was all mm. very tasty with a jaffle First beer, so that's, I sent you a message that said I had a craft beer that yeah. wasn't... I, it was, I think you'd found a red ale for me or something. Oh, no, yeah, that, the red ale I found. Oh, yeah, that was on the... Um, that's, 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 um, that's not this one, the mm. first beer we tried, the IRA, which mm. did not stand for Irish <laughs> Republican Army. It stands for India Red Ale. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I went to... Red Ale was very popular. So one thing I found, in fact, throughout... South America, or the three countries I went to, was that red ales were very popular. A lot of people's core ranges had okay. red ales. So, um, yeah, it was just something else, you know, no. doesn't happen here. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, most breweries will have a red ale of some sort, but it's, it, it'd be... Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's it's not, just, it's not as common. It's not a super common style, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it was interesting. So I went to this place, um, two of my favourite places in Lima were it was Barbarian and um, Nuvo Mundo. So they were very... New World. Uh, New yeah. World, yeah. So very cool. You go in and it's exactly what you'd expect from a craft beer place, the sort of thing, you know, the world. The world's becoming a smaller place. You know, big board, lots of beers. Yeah. Some, you know, general American-themed stuff, some rock music from the US or whatever and you know, a bit of street art on the wall all that sort of the usual thing so it could have been they could have both been craft beer bars anywhere else in the world but um, what I liked about those two in particular were that they were doing very interesting things as far as um, seasonals mm. so you get all those weird and wonderful fruits Amazonian fruits that you can get in South America that part of South America and using them you know, you know, sour with this fruit or a saison with this herb or all that sort of stuff. 
So really interesting. And there was a lot... Peru was by far of the three countries I went to, the most advanced from a craft beer point of view. So, I mean, yeah, I found two other craft beer places that weren't on my list just walking around the main area. It's like, oh, cool, craft beer spot. Got to go back and check that out. A couple of places I didn't get to check get to check out. Um, a lot of what I found in Lima, which was really cool, was a lot of cafes had um, craft beer. Like, okay. a big place on my list to go to for coffee in the morning and mm. you're going there and they'd have a little fridge with you know mm. some craft beers and you're yeah. like oh this is so it's kind of where, where yeah. restaurants have gotten to here right like yeah. you know most places will have at least a couple of craft beers on, yeah. their, on, on their menu right because people like craft beer and so yeah. and they like coffee yeah they like coffee as well so yeah so, so yeah, I was very impressed very impressed by Lima's craft beer scene um, there's more more to explore than I had the chance to um, Cusco which is sort of the main city that you go to to base yourself to see all the um, Inca ruins and Machu Picchu and all that. That was very cool. So that had a, that a Nuevo Mundo that had a um, Barrancos, which is a neighborhood, which has a brewery in Lima. They were, they were pretty cool, but they've also got a brew I was so hoping that was going to be the equivalent of Barra Boys. Yeah, just, no. The, <laughs> no, it was not. The Peruvian equivalent. But that was, that was an interesting city. So a few places on my list had closed down. So it seems there's not a huge market for craft beer in that city. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a small city, but um, yeah, there were a couple places on the list that I was excited to check out. The people said, oh, you've got to check this out. This place is amazing. And then they no longer exist. But there was, yeah, there was another new place, which I hadn't seen. Interestingly, a lot of places in Cusco, for some reason, weren't doing tasters. Like, or anything smaller than like pints, two of the places, which oh, was right. <laughs> annoying. Because, <laughs> you know, you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but by the second day, my wife decided she wanted to have a bit of a rest and it's like, oh, well, I'm going to knock off some of these craft beer places on my list. And they're like, oh, yes, all beer in a pint. It's like, ah, that's, uh, that's not ideal. But um, Did you end up buying, like, um, pints and then drinking a small amount? Or did you just drink the whole thing? No, I mean, drink the whole thing. Don't be, don't be stupid. I'm not going to waste good beer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I, you know, I figured nobody is watching. You know, you could have got away with this. So yeah. are they, uh, they uh, US-sized pints or UK-sized yeah, pints? Yeah. Um, Two different places. So one of the places was using US pints. One yep. of the places was using the Imperial pint. Okay. So, um, but all the sort of actual, but the majority of craft beer places were you kind of, you know, dual left borrow, mm-hmm. pint, yep. half pint. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, at one place in particular where I had the Imperial pint, I had a coconut quinoa stout. So quinoa is obviously, you know, here it's trendy, over there it's just, yeah, quinoa is just you eat. a thing. It's everywhere. So, I mean, yeah, so that's great. You can make beer from yep. obviously. And yeah, it adds an interesting sort of, yeah, nutty roasted flavor. So it's actually really good in... Had it in a few different types of beers, but in the stout, it worked really Makes well. Makes sense. Because that roasted mm-hmm. nutty flavor quinoa has anyway. Out of curiosity, um, did you... Because obviously quinoa is sort of like one of those um, hipster treats over here. Did you find something that was normal here that was a hipster treat over there? Um... No. Damn it. Not that I can... Uh, <laughs> so, so not, that I, not, that I, not that I can think of. <laughs> so in other words, we're just behind the times. Yeah, well, we have different times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that, that was... We're good. back in the alternate 1985. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was... Um, yes, that was um, Peru. Then went up to Colombia. So did Bogota, Medellin and... Cartagena. So Bogota had a 
large craft beer scene. So there's a place called BBC, Bogota Beer Company. Ah. So that's the one that you hear of and they are everywhere. They're like the Starbucks of craft beer. Okay. They are just, I think, I don't know who owns them, but a friend of friend of mine who lives over there was saying that they either bought out by someone big or they have got PE um, to invest, but they're, they're huge. So, you know, Bogota has like 10 you know, Bogota beer companies in the city. So, and their beers were all fine. So their seasonals are pretty good. So I had a, um, I think it was an Imperial IPA I had, which was their seasonal beer at the time, which was really good. The core range was all very, you know, accessible, new to craft. People, mm. people are new to craft can go and, but that's all transition beery kind of stuff. So it was all yeah. sort of, you know, fine. Between a 3 or a 3.5 if I was rating one on tap. Well, I did rate them one on tap, <laughs> obviously. But yeah, their seasonal stuff was really good. So they actually had a list of the seasonals they do, and it all looked really interesting. I was like, ooh, I'm going to get a tasting pad with all these. They're like, oh, no, like, they are. Like, one of them is a seasonal each month. Right. right. So you can only have this one. It's like, yeah, that's a shame. Rude. That was cool. Um, went to this other place called, oh, gosh, I can't remember now. It was a place which a lot of places between tasters and, j- and mini jam jars, which was weird. That, <laughs> which seemed, is, that seemed to be a thing in Colombia. So but super hipster. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like the mason jar thing, right? Yeah, same, yeah. same thing. But like, yeah. yeah, like the little, like the little ones. Like, so you know, so if you get like the jars of like the fancy jam, if you go to like a yep. good hotel and then there's little mm, jars, mm. it was like those size jars. Actually, that's kind of cool. I yeah, but not, but not having to pay for them, so it wasn't like oh, that's oh, okay. a sample. So it's literally like oh, you want to try our beers? Like here are, mm. yep, five in these little jam jars, mm. and then. Sneaking out more. So, yeah, went to a place which did, um, was like, looked like an old house. Um, really interesting beers. They, they did. They also had, I wasn't hungry, but they had half price burgers on a Sunday. Because Columbia is so cheap. We were like, so basically this works out to like a $3, $3 for a good burger. It's like, okay, I'm going to get a burger. And it was very good. Nice one. It had been a good burger for $13. We learned $3. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, very cool beers there. Globalization. Good stuff. Um, went to another place. I do not even know what it's called. Um, accidentally walked past it. Or didn't accidentally walk past it. Walked past it on the way to a restaurant. And it was like, oh, that looks like a craft beer place. Like, it must be super new. Like, you look it up on Google Maps and the address, and it's a restaurant. Yep. That mm. just says, you know, has a little clothes thing next to it. So, really cool. But it was um, one of those places where you got the back wall, you know, full of fridges. Mm. So, beers from all over Colombia. And uh, one international fridge, which had a few German beers, a few US beers, a few British beers, and a whole stack of Cooper's Green. What? Which was unusual. They probably had more Cooper's Green than any other beer in that menu. Do you think they ordered it by accident? Yeah. (laughs) It was just, it was unusual. It was was like, okay, I mean. They ordered once and just didn't sold any. Yeah. Yeah. Having having Cooper's Green as the token Australian beer in your international Mm. section makes sense. Like, Mm. Mm. that's a beer you see a lot overseas. Mm. Mm -hmm. But... They had a lot of it, like two shelves of it. It was weird. Yeah, it's like something they ordered by accident and now mm. they just can't shift it. Yeah. But they, they don't want to admit that they've made a mistake. That's right. Oh. So that was a really cool place, but I didn't get to try as much as I would have wanted simply because it was all bottles and mm. wife doesn't drink beer, so it's like so much you can drink there. Mm. But uh, that, was where I, that was where I bought the Colombian beer we're going to try, so I have not tried that beer, but from us looking up on tapped reviews and that one seemed to be not many untapped users in Colombia. Rude. But um, that one seemed to be highly and, regarded. And but um, what I discovered there was the Columbia, and it was true for all of Colombia, is very um, core range focused. So their 
you can tell they must be where you know Peru was say five years mm-hmm. ago on their craft beer journey. So lots of craft breweries, lots that have opened up in recent years. So mm-hmm. people are like, oh, they were basically it was bugger to be a company and that was it. And now there's yeah, just the whole thing talks to people. They're like, yeah, there's a new new brewery opening every other week, but they're all from what I could tell, all really focusing on their core ranges. So I didn't get to try many interesting beers. I just tried a lot of IPAs, a lot of pale ales, a lot of stouts. Yeah. Um, any neepers? Um, yes. Yeah, no, no. There are um, lots of neepers in Peru. Tried a couple of neepers in Colombia. Actually, so I went to this place in Medellin, which was pretty cool. It was very, um, seemed very inner North Melbourne-like, like it was an area of lots of, like, you know, mechanic car workshops mm-hmm. and a few mm-hmm. factories. And then one of the warehouses had a, it wasn't a brewery, but it was a craft beer. Oh, no, sorry, I lied. They brew, I think, two or three beers themselves mm-hmm. and then just like a bunch that of craft beers yep. from around. That was, um, that was a really cool place. They had these amazing things. They were like, kind of like cheesels, but in the shape of like giant burger rings. What? And they were really, really addictive. And... Well, cheese was really, really addictive. Mm. So it makes yeah. sense. And, and this, as a burger rings. The guy, yeah. the guy behind the bar, that this massive bag, I'm telling you, like huge bag, must be like at least a meter high. But whenever we would run out, he just kept on bringing more. We had so many. I ate more of those things than we drank beer probably. <laughs> uh, why didn't you bring those back? Forget yeah, about should the have beer. Bought, bought the big bag of them. Yeah, we could have been sure. eating them right now. That's right. Damn it. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, Bogger Beer Company managing, obviously. Um, found a really... I should have actually looked up, looked up what these places were before I started talking about them. Found a cool little hole-in-the-wall brewery that was doing, like, it was tiny and it was brewing kind of four beers on site. So that was really interesting. So, yeah, really, really cool. Cartagena, not much in the way of craft beer. Two craft beer places that I could find, um, and one of them was closed for renovations. <laughs> so I literally only went to one place there. And then, yeah, Santiago didn't have much time. It was only there for two full days, but... Yeah, really interesting. There's a neighborhood called Bella Vista, which is yep. very cool. So it's cool restaurants and bars. Went to a place called Crossbar, which was really good. Had a lot of, um, had their own beers, plus a lot of interesting beers in bottles from around the country. And a lot of unusual amount of Swedish beers for some reason. I actually had a beer. I'm like, this sounds interesting. Then it came, it's like, ah, oh, it's Swedish. And I looked at the menu, it's like, oh, they got lots of Swedish beers here. Is it all like Omnipolo or? No, um, they're Swedish. Pop- Popples? Right? I've, I've, I've had some Swedish. Yeah. 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 Um, there mostly a few, few breweries I'd heard of, a few, few I hadn't, but I steered away from them just because yeah. I wanted to try yeah, different stuff. Chilean beers. And besides, yeah. Beer Mash would have had them all yeah, the, yeah. next week. There was a place called Cerviceria Nacional, which by complete coincidence was about a one minute walk from the hotel we were staying at, <laughs> which was really awesome. That's where I bought the third beer. So I don't know what this third beer is. Um, I wanted to buy a bottle of something they had, which that, looked very rare. That, that's the Wiggles beer, right? The Wiggles beer. Okay. And they didn't. So there was one guy who spoke really good English. So I was chatting to him and he's like, ah, oh, yeah, like you just missed out. We sold the last bottle of that one probably about an hour ago. Yeah, it was an amazing beer. But I was like, ah, oh, well, bring a, bring a beer back for some, having some friends in Australia. What do you recommend? He said, ah, get this one. So, uh, well, that seemed yeah. like a good segue to actually drink some beer. So, yeah, let's, let's, let's drink. All right. And we have our first beer. And as measured at the start of the episode, this beer is the, the Red Ale from Magdalena. Is it Magdalena? Magdalena? 
No idea. No. <laughs> what so, you said. Yeah. yeah. So right. I purchased, purchased this one. This was a place called Lupulo Draft Bar, mm-hmm. which was one of the places that wasn't on my list that I just saw when I was walking down the street. It was like the door and it said craft beer above it. So I well, have to go back there. Yeah, went through the door, up the stairs, and it is a very cool craft beer bar. So they had a lot of taps. It was like something like 20, 24 taps. It was pretty good. Right, yep. And then a bunch of bottles. So um, got speaking to the guy working behind the bar, um, the Venezuelan guy. Another mm. thing you find out in South America, lots of, well, again, in Peru, Colombia at least, lots of uh, Venezuelans, obviously, because the economic Climate. situation is quite dire in their own country. Um yeah, meet lots of Venezuelans working in bars and restaurants. Cool. Um, but he spoke, yeah, he spoke really good English, so having a chat with him, he said this is one of his favourite, um, this was his second favourite beer on tap. So I tried it on tap and I mm. quite liked it. So and this then, is very beer that we were yeah, drinking. Yeah, and they didn't have his favourite beer in bottles, so rude. I thought it made sense to bring this one back. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the fries on these beers, we should say, is that because I bought them, especially early, some of them early on, this would have been bought the first few days of the trip, lots of um, suitcases and humid weather, so that may have affected um, does some it, of these beers. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, my first thought when Jeff poured it out was it's sort of like, it's a rather interesting colour, um, but I guess it's mostly because I think I'm used to red ales looking redder these days. Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, so it's like we've talked about a few times, you know, red owls look like what you would expect like a brown owl to look like. Brown owls look like what, you know, black owls look like and pale owls yeah. look like what brown owls should look like. It's just all, mm. it's all a bit weird, really. Yeah, yeah, and, and stouts for some reason are on pales. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird cycle. So what are our first impressions? Paul, does it taste like what you... Um, I can't remember. I mean, from a rating point of view, I'd say I'd give this a 3.5, jumping mm. straight to that, and... I gave a three point top five when I had it on draft, so by that logic, it must taste about the same. For argument, yeah, I remember. I remember. I, yeah, I remember drinking it, thinking this is a really good red ale. I'm a good a good red ale. So I, remember, uh, I can't remember which one I had that I thought it was a really good red ale. This wasn't the one. This was yeah three point five. Like it's a good red ale. Hmm. So yeah, it still tastes like a good red ale to me. Hmm. Well, so I, I don't I don't actually like this that much to be honest with you. It's okay, but. I just find the flavour profile just a bit thin for my liking. Like, I expect my red ales to be a bit more full body. Um, yeah, I'm not like it's not a two and a half, but yeah, I get, you know, but I, I, yeah, we'll get to the ratings later. But yeah, you can probably guess it's going to be less than 3.5. Mm, yeah. Out of curiosity, I mean, this is a this is a 7% for those playing at home. Um, but it's, it's got uh, the only English on there is the India red ale. Were, was a lot of the stuff in English? Um, Over there? The beer. Names, mm. yeah, yeah, okay. Except IPAs, everyone calls them Ippers mm. in um Colombia. Makes sense. Yeah. So about can I? Oh uh, yeah, your point about uh, you know IPA gracias no no uh, Ipa gracias. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. <laughs> well, uh, like we talked about in the in um actual Tony, it makes way more sense to not drag up India Pale Ale as being a description of yeah. something. But yeah, all the um, all the beer styles were all in English. Yeah, okay. When it came to ingredients mm-hmm. and stuff, obviously using whatever the Spanish words are. That is true, though. Yeah, I think when yeah, in all all the travels, I That's think everywhere. Isn't yeah, it? all the beer styles are usually written in English. Like mm-hmm. yeah, they have like yeah, beer de garde or so on. Mm-hmm. Unless they're, yeah. they're, 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 they they are wherever they're in, the beer's invented. Whatever yeah. it's called is mm-hmm. just what people call it. Yeah, you know, that's invent right. A new word for it. Mm-hmm. 
lazy. Which is helpful. Well, well, yeah, it's, it, laziness is helpful because, like, at least I can easily identify this what this is going to be like. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, the thing, the thing is that have words for it. There's clearly Spanish words for India, red, mm. and ale. Yeah. So you could if you wanted to. But, yeah, from a marketing point of view as well, it just makes sense to... Yeah. Expand and the market. It's a global market as and, well, and so... Global yeah. market and most... A lot of people, especially in somewhere like South America, a lot of people probably got their exposure to craft beer probably in the states or through beers yeah, from or the imported. States. Yeah, yeah, mm. yep, yep, that's fair. So, all good reasons. What are people saying? I'm struggling to find anyone saying anything about this. So you were saying that you wouldn't be able to find things that we could mm. read. Yeah. I can. I just can't find things. Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> We've got Daniel A at Tanta. He said decent, but aftertaste so rather disappointing. 2.75. Uh, we got JS at Cusco, not Costco. This not particular... Cusco. Cusco is way better. <laughs> this particular red ale is harvested from a sacred statue of the Virgin Mary that weeps red booze from her bum crevice every Sunday at 10 a.m. 3.75. It's yeah, very descriptive. Yeah. That's, um, that's an interesting interpretation. Maybe that's what the label says. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you translated the label. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people not... Not saying anything about it. Oh, there's, the, there's, the one you, there's the one you found. Yeah. Charlotte C at La Bodega. Hoppy and malty makes for a delicious beer. Probably couldn't name it IRA in the UK though. Yeah. <laughs> Mark B at Brios. Hoppy Red Ale. I like it. 3.5. Drew uh, A at Maido. Very strongly hopped. Clean, fairly malty, but lacking depth. 3.25. Ah, Maido. That is a... One of the top uh, Latin American restaurants, top 50 Latin American restaurants. Oh, cool. Mm. I you wanted go. to go there, but I didn't make a booking and I couldn't get in. This was um, <laughs> this was Drew A's first beer. He or she got the newbie badge with that one, so that's yeah, exciting. Well, like this one. Um, Aaron W, a place called Popular. Um, 3.75, no comment, but um, her friend Logan B has said, you guys need to start posting pics to the beach, otherwise I'm not sure I believe you. I believe you are really in Peru. Right, my prediction is uh, that it's a uh, it's some sort of either um, like a corporate retreat, um, or it's like not not a rehab, but like a corporate retreat or a conference. Okay. Why not? Mm. Uh, Peter M at Nuevo Mundo, who's afraid of the IRA? Four point two five. Nicolene B at Canyas Etapas, my first IRA, four stars. Richard B, did not really enjoy it, 2.5. Poor Rich. All right, um, uh, give me one more. One more. Whoever wants to jump in first. There, yeah, not, not many. Not a lot, not they have very low comment oh. frequency on this one. Anyway, Pete C at Barbarian. Oh man, sometimes I have arrived can be dangerous. Delicious beer, but it looks like my night is not over. Four stars. <laughs> I wonder what happened for the rest of his night. That's a question. Seen missing, I suspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wake, wakes up the next morning, small gutter, large man, that sort of stuff. It's Derek D, actually, at Nuva Mundo, actually, has probably said the comment that I really agree with. What a strange pour. Super cloudy and not very red. Taste is very nice, though. Medium body, nicely balanced, but a bit rough in the finish. 3.5. I quite agree with that. Comments bad, and yeah. obviously the score. Yeah. It don't, it don't even sounds grammatically, grammatically accurate as well. Yeah. All right. What do we think, people? 
Well, you already gave your score, Paul. Yeah, so 3.5. Yeah. I think, yeah, like, like I said, I, I don't like it that much, but I think I'd give it a 3.25. So I think I just find it to be slightly um, slightly subpar. Mm. I just ate some of this. I just ate sediment. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, 3.25 for me as well. It's, um, was it, was that sediment affected? Uh, it didn't help. <laughs> um, it might have dropped down further. Only I, um, you know, balanced myself and not got angry about the sediment. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I agree. It's a bit thin. The, but, you know, I mean, the problem is if we had a drink from the source, maybe it, yeah, it maybe this was, better. yeah, purchased. Well, I think at, at the beginning of a four week yeah. trip in a yeah. humid, hot mm. part of the world. Yeah, so it's, I think it's to be expected. That, yeah. To, uh, yeah, you always have to have that proviso. I think, but, yeah. but we can only rate it as we drink it. So um, yeah. Um, oh god, that sediment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's just let's just um, crack up another one and move on to the next beer. And we have our next beer. Um, uh, Jeff's just handed me the bottle, and I'm going to make an attempt at. Saying, I'm going to just say all the words and everyone can work out what the heck they all mean. Sure. Um, we have Shalat Nari, N-A-A-R-I. So the first one was the brewery. Okay. The second one's the name of the beer. Okay. Yeah. And it's got a picture of a, like a drawing of a really lovely woman on the cover. Um, and Cerveza Tipo, which is... Which we think means so beer type. Cerveza Tipo India Pale which, yep, yeah, that means beer type. Um, and then... Um, El exceso de alcohol es prejudicial para la salud. Well, salud means cheers, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so I think it's like excess, um, excessive alcohol is something. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> uh, I don't know enough Spanish. And so just, nah. um, I, I'm just reading it as French and then trying to translate <laughs> the bits I can remember. So anyway. I, so I have, I have. I take a photo just, yeah. of the description, which is in Spanish, obviously, and um, see our Microsoft Translate app, which I used a lot, especially when it came to menus and things. Mm. Um, see what it does with the beer. It doesn't do a bad effort. So, you know, this says uh, body, golden color with, oh, didn't pick up the word media. So medium body, golden color with complex aroma of tropical fruits. He lived most of his life in India, but in reality is of English origin. Nari comes with his gaze. Sour, G penetrating to defy your senses with citrus floral aromas. Herbals. Meet Nairi. In its entirety, it is not a task. Easy as its multiple roots have defined his personality. Deep G complex. So what I like mm-hmm. about that, from that you can basically get, you know, yeah, it's an IPA. If you didn't know, IPAs are actually from England. Mm-hmm. Yep. Medium body, golden colour, tropical fruits. So, you know, it's, it's um... Yeah, if you don't know any of the words, it gives you enough. Yep, it gives you enough information to figure out what's going on. Got the address so you can tell that it's a bogater. An ideal temp, 6 to 10 degrees. Celsius. I, though that's kind of cool. But out of curiosity, um, so Nari, I assume, is actually the woman on the front. Yeah, because it's an Indian. Yeah. Ah. So I'm wondering whether um, the he's are meant to be she's. Possibly. Uh, we found that she was talking to people. A lot of time people would... Some in Spanish would mean to would be meaning to talk to us and they couldn't get... So mm. they'd type something in and try to get to the translation. We'd, we'd translate what they was... They would type what they wanted. Yeah. And then we would get... In Spanish mm. and we would get the English and it would always say them. And we were like, oh, why, why, why are they saying them? Then we found that they actually meant to say us. Oh, okay. Right. The translation so actually the, say them. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And showing our extreme ignorance of Spanish. 
Alright, uh, first, first impression, people, have we sipped? I um, have not, and I have not tried this one. I've not tried either of the two, the red one. Red Ale was the only one I tried before. Mm. Um, look, I'm just happy to taste no sediment right now. That's <laughs> easy. It's pretty easy drinking. I, th- I think also, I think this one probably has lost a bit of um, bit of punch. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so it's definitely not, like, yeah, it's not. Not how the maker intended. Not very hoppy. Not very hoppy. That's the, that's the word else. It's not very, uh, what's the word you used to describe this beer star? Yes, that. Um, that's okay. Um, it's very light, isn't it? Yeah, yeah like the color is like it's it's yeah mm. it's like light yellow in color, which is which is quite unusual for for an IPA as well. Um, oh crap! I can see the sediment below. I'm really terrified of it now. <laughs> 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 All right, um, what other people? You are the Cooper's Green drinker. I, I mean, how can you be afraid of sediment? That's ridiculous. Yeah, if you had gone to where this beer was purchased and seen that fruit, you would have gone straight for the Cooper's Green. It's been so long since I've had Cooper's Green, I've forgotten all about it. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> what are people saying? Yeah. Dario P. He's, um, looks like he's got it on a tasting panel. Location not said. Passion Druid like. Very good. I'm guessing he meant to say passion fruit like. Maybe. Unless the passion druid is like yeah. a beer. And, and now I just really want to know the passion druid. Yeah. Um, Nate M. At, at the brewery. Very pleasant. Four stars. <laughs> Um, Adam D at a place called The Beer Lovers. I like the Nari. Well done, Chalate. Best beer here in Cartagena. Four out of five. Uh, what, what, was the, what was the venue? The Beer Lovers. Yes, yeah, so that's the place that was closed for renovations. Ah, it there you go. It's supposed to be very good. Bastards. Jeff B. Um, Fuerte. Una Clásica Indian Pale Ale. Can't remember what Fuerte means. Una Clásica also means a classic, a classic IPA. Mm. Mm. Uh, 3.25. Oh, interesting. Mm. Mike B, also at the Beer Lovers. Finally, some decent Colombian IPAs. Tropical Fruits, nicely balanced bitterness. Hmm? Yeah, what else we got? What else we got? Yeah. Ah, some guy had it in Hamburg. Sorba. Danke, Julian. Ah, so I guess his mate Julian brought it back for him. He got 4.5. Thanks, Julian. Ah, Brent B at Demente. Um... First Colombian beer I'm truly impressed by. Four stars. Uh, Nico B at Alquimico. Hoppy, fruity, peach first and foremost. A nice, i.e. not dank IPA. <laughs> and the label is pretty too. It's interesting. Doesn't like mm. dank IPA. No. Um, all right, all right. Give me one more, people. Well, I'm guessing these um, group of... Dutch Swedish, people. Uh, Dutch, yeah, Dutch friends went to... Uh, Macarthur because there are three three chickens in uh, with comments in Dutch. <laughs> That's <laughs> not helpful, Dutch people. No, I don't even know what language this is. A pizza. That's not. Oh yeah, it's Italian. Okay, I'm not going to read it. This guy's had it at an airport. So he must have smuggled mm. it as well. Um, three point two five. All right, Angie S. In a land of inconsistent and disappointing IPAs, the Nari is delightful. A standard IPA, perfect for brew day. Four out of five. Well done, Ed. Earned, earned the 5 million beers badge. What's that? What do you get that for? Hmm. It's unusual. Whoa. Um, what is it? While you're looking that up, Mike uh, B, also at the Beer Lovers. Finally, some decent Colombian IPAs. Tropical fruits, nicely balanced bitterness, four stars. Yeah, that's the one I read before. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, the uh, world is complicated. So five million beers was uh, five million beers checked in on Untapped. So I think you just had to check in around. So we probably like, have that badge yeah. from mm. just checking around that time. It's in the archive. It's in the archive. That's right. All right. Uh, what do we think, people? This is a really hard one now, isn't it? Because it seems like everyone that's having it in Colombia is giving it sort of a four and that. And it seems like all people that are having it outside of Colombia are giving it less. Mm. So <laughs> I very much think that this one suffered. Which, um, like it's not bad, but yeah, it's not. Yeah. I'm, mm. I'm still going to give it 3.5 because I very strongly think that it would be unfair to it because it seems like, mm. yeah, we're not drinking it at its peak. Yeah, I, I think even despite not drinking it, I think I would give this a 3.5 even if I didn't know that it... But definitely drink it again. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. I even think by, by, yeah. by that definition, I would... Uh, yeah, I, mm. I think this, mm. is, this is a 3.5 worthy beer. I, I totally agree. I feel like um, it's it's the sort of beer that you, if you knew what it tasted like and you saw it at, you know, even in this form, if you saw it at a bar somewhere and you the rest was Carlton Draft, you'd get this would be great. Yeah, given that probably only cost me like 3 or $4, I probably wish I should have bought one when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. All right. Based on that, we have one more beer, and it's the Wiggles beer. And we've taken the big red car all the way to our last beer for this episode. And it is... It's the one I described as the Wiggles they beer. They really do look like the Wiggles. Like. Yeah, it's so... Um, all right, I'm, I'm going to describe it the best way I can. Um, you'll be able to see the photo as well. Um, it's up the top is like a little flag that says El Patio, wet hop, and there's a hop underneath. Then uh, there's there's two fellas for a start leaning against the edge of like a thing, and one of them one of them's looking up at the hop, and he's got like a beard and like a bright orange t-shirt. There's a guy on the other side also with a beard, but look, uh, uh, looking away also with um, a bright orange t-shirt. And then there's like four fellas underneath. Slightly smaller. One with an orange, one with a black, one with a green, and one with a red um, t-shirt or jumper on. And they're also sort of like bearded and white. Yeah. I'm expecting to just start jump out and yeah. like start doing the, you know, the finger thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's just like, you can't look away without thinking to yourself, um, um, this, is, uh, this is the Wiggles. Yeah. Yeah. It's very wiggly. And... Completely off topic, but um, no, Mark, we've ever done that before. But um, no. going back to your, circling back to your question about things that they have there, which we think are normal, but are like hipsterish there. Mm. Not hipsterish, but eucalyptus. When I went to both in both Peru and Colombia, eucalyptus was really popular mm. as a flavor. So I'm like, well, that's that's okay. native to Australia, like that's yeah. 100%. And but I mean, they use it more than we do, like go to like get what? some yogurt and like yep. shops and it's like oh you can get eucalyptus flavor or go to I like every ice cream shop has eucalyptus ice cream as one of the flavors like wow. how is it's that? a really popular but, flavor but for how things. is that a thing so it turns out the um when the spanish first went there um so I heard this, my friend from bogota told me this and um i checked it up and yeah it's true so at least in bogota's case spanish were there and they're like okay yeah we've, okay we're here now we've invaded time to start building shit but Fuck, it's, there's a lot of moisture in the ground. Mm. Right, what are we going to do to get all, make this ground more stable? Oh, you know, we've heard about this plant in a strip tree in Australia that you can plant <laughs> and it grows well and it just sucks up yep. moisture. So they planted them, so it did what it was supposed to do. Unfortunately, from an ecosystem point of view, <laughs> eucalyptus plants being from Australia become very good at sucking up 
any water they can mm. find because it's so rare. So they get to Colombia and they're just having a field day. So really, <laughs> so they loved it. So eucalyptus just started growing everywhere and now it's yeah, common plant, tree and flavour. That is fruit. bizarre. There you go. So yeah, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Should get the koala over there. Yeah. Have a field day too. <laughs> Look, I mean that you know ko- koalas like tiny chlamydia filled bears. Yeah, well, we definitely need to export them. They're not bears though. They're no, you're bears. right. You're right. You're right. They're my super. That 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 chlamydia filled though. Yeah, that, that, much chlamydia de- filled. that much is definitely. <laughs> you are half right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, has everyone had a sip of this? Uh, so I tried to read the. Um, no, I haven't. This oh. in theory should be the best beer because the guy who I spoke to. It's the only one, um, the guy who I spoke to really knew his stuff and recommended this, and this was not a standard beer. I mean, did, did he call himself Cap- Captain Feathersaw? Captain Feathersaw. <laughs> no, he called himself Dorothy the Dinosaur, actually. Um, it's interesting, because he was, uh, so in South America, dinosaurs, men mm. have female, female dinosaurs have male names, and male dinosaurs have female names. It's very odd. This has got weirder and weirder. Um, yeah, I think I just missed that reference. I think it's yeah. fine. I'm just gonna let it yeah. go. No, it's just yeah. When you keep saying so, okay, I, I just have to keep talking to try and make this make sense. And the more you talk, the less it makes sense. Anyway, and um, it was only bought on the second last day of the trip, mm-hmm. so has had less. And it was cold. Yeah, it was actually cold in Santiago, so mm-hmm. um, it's not had any temperature variations, and it's been kept quite cold. Um, yeah, I tried using the magical app on this and I think between the curved label and the interesting, uh, font with lots of serifs. Oh yeah. That's like um, Wiedemann or something like that. Struggle hard. Lots of letters and like dollar signs and asterisks mm. and things. Maybe so, I mean, just nothing but swearing. Uh, so what, well, something about region in Chile, vegetation, something about coast. Don't know what this other stuff is. Jason 2018. Don't know what that means. Um, something, something, something. Don't know what any of that means. I'm pure. I try to be into. I don't know what that means, but I saw that word a lot. Anyway, it's whatever it is. It's got no, none of it because it's sin. Trying to me into. Yeah, something, something fresh. I mean, characteristics. Best bitter. Don't yeah. One cerveza session. I think sabor means sabor means flavor. <laughs> So, full of flavour, you know, malts. So, Spanish 101. Yeah, and it's refreshing. So, um, you know, there you go. Experimental. Oh, there you go. Experiential. Today. Ah, one beer, something, something, something. What, today, an experience today. Um, yeah, so did, that's, uh, you know. Well, that's pretty clear. Mm. Um, <laughs> we're Complete pretty, nonsense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know exactly what this beer is now. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Jeff, does Untap give us any more info? No, no, it really doesn't. Hey, it made more sense than the than the translation that the app gave me. <laughs> there were no dollar signs in my. Um... Yeah, I mean, I think it basically the Untap description basically just says it's an English bitter, um, okay. and some other bits and pieces. Like it's it's literally well, it's clearly like, wet hopped. Mm. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> a, wet, a, a wet hop English bitter mm. is weird though. Like yeah. that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, if only we could read what that. Yeah. Mm. Bizarre. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, what are people saying about it? It's got the colour of an English bitter. It mm. does. It does. And it does have the taste mm. profile mm. of an English bitter mm. as well. 
Uh, Steve V at the Baralito Beer Shop. Dense, heavy, unfiltered, fruity, yeasty nose, hoppy mouth with big mouthfeel, 3.75. Unfiltered? Yeah. Um, very descriptive. Yeah. Um, There's actually not that many check ins. There's only 16 check ins. Yeah. What? Uh, this one, Carlos S gave it 3.75. Purchase that beer, Varna. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, who knows what that says. Um, just oh, that, oh, here we go. He said a uh, big malt, predominant malt, big malt character, sweet, uh, lupulo. So, yep, hop notes. Uh, it's well balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hey, yeah, yeah, little bits a bit better. Um, um, out of curiosity, I mean, uh, I don't think it was the, it happened this year, but were there any um, like pint of origin things for Good Beer Week that were basically like South American? No. I don't recall any. No. I'm telling you what, that, that's a good one to get on for one of the bars because the beers are so cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously your air freighting costs is whatever. But, um, I mean, even in, um, don't know what the tax would be like, but in, so price-wise, so Peru was, yep, cheaper than Australia. Maybe beers were about, uh, about 50% price of what you pay here. Yep. Santiago, mm-hmm. same, booze was probably about half the price, but Colombia was, yeah, really cheap. If you could find find some of that, you could get your beers the beers sent fresh. People yeah, definitely cool. go for it. Yeah, I mean it'd be the novelty value at a minimum. People would mm. be into so yeah. Right. yeah mm. no, next Look, year, right? And the thing is, though, because you know we definitely need more events and things. So yeah. good beer week. Yeah, good beer week definitely yeah. does have enough events now. Brunswick beer club. Maybe we can start importing South American beers. The the Brunswick importing <laughs> the Brunswick beer, beer importers um, collective. Importer collective. Uh, yeah. BBIC. Yeah, this is gonna play hell with the logo. Yeah, That's we right. New, we need new glasses. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so, what do we think, people? Um, yeah, it's nice. nice. It is, it's interesting. It's got it's, it's a very multi smell. Mm-hmm. And it does, yeah, like Jeff said before, it does actually taste like a yeah, English bitter. It, it tastes like it's it's meant to. Yeah, um, which is good. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I give it a three point five. I mean, mm. I I think it's 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 a nice beer. I don't. I'd be interested to try this on hand pump. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I think mm. it tastes on a hand hand pump. It would. Yeah, but yeah, I think probably three point five as well. Yeah, I'll go three point five. Um, good stuff. I think that's what the Wiggles would want. Yeah. Um, big red car. I'm really running out of um, references <laughs> to wheels. I'm really you struggling. Just, you should just stop now, I think. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. And Jeff has had no wheels references because he's been asleep the whole time. Hey! <laughs> oh! I can't believe I didn't think of that, Jeff. Anyway, we have been the Brunswick Beer Collective. This has been episode two of season 12. Um, I have been Chris Shorten. With me has been Jeffrey G. Uh, catch you next time. With me has been Paul Christoph. See you later. And we will talk to you all next week.